what are you doing, man? You better take that jersey off, I think, because remember what the master said? You, the master said you got to take everything off, okay. put it away so you can, like, everything off so you can really fully surrender him, and I think that should be taken off. And besides, I might have put another team or two on. Wait, 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 wait. I, bel- I agree with you. Okay, good. You know, we can surrender. We can follow the Lord. Yeah. But I don't remember he saying anything about my baseball team. <laughs> and by the way, he meant, I think, he meant that I should not be behaving in a wrong way and I should not be cussing or whatever. But he never said something about, and by the way, by the way, just give me a break. Angels, those come from heaven. I hear you, man. <laughs> I know, I love that about you, buddy. You're so winsome and funny that way, so don't ever change, okay? Well, you know what? I think you need a joy upgrade. Yeah, wow. (laughs) Wow. Okay. um, Got nothing for that. But see, remember the children? I do remember the children. Okay, there. The master was with the children the other day, and just the way he talked with them and interacted with them and played with them and so nurturing and loving and caring and, and engaging. I'll never forget when I was a boy, I would have loved to have heard some of the things he told those children. What's the matter, Andrew? You can do that. You can say those words to your children. Remember? Children, man, I don't know. Children's a long Children, yeah. Yeah, children. Remember the master also said some people are set okay. apart, you know, to be able to, have mar- to be married and have children. And, and others should be set apart fully and totally devoted, right, to ministry. And I, I'm not really sure. I know, I know you're not really sure, but how about that day that I saw you with that Minnesota woman? I think her name is Dawn. Come on, man. So. You're killing me again here today. <laughs> Listen, we were friends. So you tell friends. me, you see, well, okay, what were you doing we're with friends, her? We're friends, okay? you're, you're friends, okay. You're friends, okay. we're friends. Get so that? She had some questions about Jesus. About faith. Jesus. Yeah, so you right? were, like, that's you were sharing the gospel with her. It was something like that, yeah. I mean, we were getting acquainted over a cup of coffee. Okay. So don't be so hard on me, man, because by the way, I've seen you with that Venezuelan lady. What, what's her name? Carolina? Kind of fancy eyes for that Venezuelan gal, Carolina. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, of course. Okay. I want to get married. Oh, anyways, you look. We are on the same boat. Yes. Okay. But by the way, what's the plan for today? Oh, plan. I mean, the master, a plan for that yes, guy? Yes, a plan. There's never Where a plan are we going for to that go? guy. Everything with that guy is one big surprise. You just never know what's going to happen. A big surprise. Big surprise. But I heard something about going to the desert. Oh, yeah, that's right. Was today the desert? Yes, today. Oh, it's hot there, man. Super it is. hot. So you know what? Before we go, I'm going to go get some Subway sandwiches, maybe some water for everybody, a hat, and I think we're going to all need some. Some sunscreen. What, like this? Huh? Some sunscreen, yeah. I think we got to do that. Okay, you know what? That doesn't make any sense to me. You know why? Because people that we need to be ready to practice. You talk a lot about his teachings, right? So he told us to be ready to practice his teachings at any time. So, yeah. I know. He's a teacher, though. I mean, he says things. He teaches us. I, I don't know if he's got what it takes to pull off the kind of things that Moses was able to do with our ancestors in the desert. Remember, like manna and quail and, and water from a rock? I don't know if Jesus can pull that off yet. I haven't seen it. See, let me tell you something. Andy, you remember how much, how, how is it what we felt when we are in his presence? 
you know, I've, at least I feel a great sense of confidence. He made me feel so good. I think he has the greatest sense of confidence on earth. He certainly has a lot of authority, and I'm actually glad you said that because uh, I've been thinking this almost every day, and I haven't had the courage to tell anybody, but every day I'm with him, I get the feeling that he can do anything. Anything. By the way, who are they? Who? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wasn't quite They aware. look like, you know who they are? Uh, I don't. They look like they came to a baseball game, I believe. Don't you think? Are you kidding me? Look at yeah, them. I can't even learn it. One of them, one of these two then. I don't know if they're here for a baseball game, man. They're too subdued. There's no jerseys. Okay, okay, wait. There's no... I know, no, I know, I know, I know, I know. How about American football? Go Jerusalem Eagles! Oh, come on, here we go again. Not, don't ever change, but that's kind of driving me crazy now. Yeah? yeah? Okay. So maybe they're here for some other reason, I don't know. What reason would that be? Uh, let's, maybe. let's take a look around and look. What, what do they need? Well, I got a few ideas, but I'm not going to say. However, maybe they're here to listen to the master. Okay, that could be a good idea. Right? Why don't we talk to him? Let's talk to him. He's right over there. Right there? Yeah. See, we need to talk about politics. What do we need? Yeah? How can we fit in? How can we fit in? You need to her? Really? That'll be enough. Okay. Thank you. You're sharing your bread, your food. Thank you so much. I'll give you a t-shirt later. Okay? Thank you, Jesus. So some of you know about the multiplication of the bread and the fishes, right? And a boy, in this case a girl, who shared his lunch. And she's sharing her lunch with us this morning. What do we do with this? I don't know. I don't Remember know what he enough. told us? I don't know if there's enough for everybody. That's what we were talking about. Enough there. for everybody? Yeah. We just talked to the master. I know, but he said, go get her lunch, and this is it, man. There's, well, is everybody going to eat out of this? According to him, we just give thanks. Give thanks. Can you give thanks? <laughs> go ahead. You are so killing me. Yeah. We break it, and then we tell people, please stand up. By the way, this is the only time where Jesus, you're going to get to eat uh, gluten-free bread from Jesus, okay? <laughs> so we're going to also invite Jesus to be part of our time together, and we would like to invite you to share with us. This is very nice bread, by the way. You come forward, taste a little bit of that bread. We had some people serving you bread this morning and feel like you are tasting. What are they tasting, Andy? The love of God, right? They're tasting the love of God uh, in what appears to be scarcity will soon become abundance. Amen. So please feel free to come forward. His wife, <laughs> now, my wife is going to share with you this wonderful bread. Just take it and think about how much he cares for you. Amen. All right? Just please come forward. Yeah. Gluten-free this way with Jesus. 
gluten free. I'm assuming you're eating it. This is part of what you have to do. <laughs> I died. Excuse me. Happy birthday. Jesus, you want one? Jesus, you want one? Thank you. You need to just eat. <laughs> just think and meditate as you eat this bread. We have been talking about plenty to share, gratitude, abundance, generosity. And yet, in the Bible, that only comes when God does something. And when he takes sometimes little, in almost nothing, like five loaves of bread and two fishes. We owe you the fishes, don't worry. Maybe you can get it later, okay? But he takes that, and he fed hundreds of hundreds of people. And you know, people, some people got the message wrong, but in some ways they got it right too. Because in another narrative of the gospel, Jesus com com kind of complains and says, they're following me not because of the miracles, but because of what? Of the bread. So in some ways, even though that kind of sounds like a little bit selfish, but they already knew that this gentleman, by the name of Jesus Christ, he, can, he, 
could do that, he can do that at any time. And thus, that's powerful. And so we as persons, as families, you know, as church, when we feel we have too little, we have to remember that the plenty to share is not only based on what you have, but also on what the Lord can do, whatever you have. So we have to put the fear under the grace of God because fear is, is going to be always there. I mean, if you get rid of fear forever for good, then, then you're not a human being anymore. Do you hear me saying that? Yeah. If you get rid of fear totally, then you are not a human being anymore. You know, humans, humans need fear to sometimes to humble themselves, but sometimes to remember that there is somebody else out there that can take care of us. So as we were having this conversation, we were enacting, sort of enacting this particular moment, uh, the main message is, is it too little or is it too much? What do you think? I think the whole purpose of this has been to demonstrate over the four weeks the move from scarcity to abundance, really from fear from fear to faith, and how controlled we are by fear, how controlled we are by scarcity, and yet the gospel move, and it's a very transformational move from fear and scarcity to faith and abundance, takes work. It takes mental capacity, it takes spiritual capacity, it also takes a little bit of rearranging priority in life. And, you know, the, uh, really the flow of these four weeks, plenty to share. Yeah, we do have plenty to share, right? I mean, the flow has been intentional. And how do we know we have plenty to share? Because God owns everything. And if God owns everything, our posture as Christian men, women, and children is to be grateful for the gifts that we have. I mean, even the simple gifts of food, water and shelter uh -huh. and out of that gratitude we recognize we have abundance and we bring what we have and uh -huh. we demonstrated that today a girl brought what she had and god gives thanks and it goes out and it's a holy contagion it just continues to spread it continues to spread I, the story that captured my imagination the most over the last month and throughout periodic times in the life of our church here is, is really the whole DNA of the way this place was formed over 100 years ago, 105, 106, 107, maybe I lose track. I'm 50-something years old, lose track. This church was formed because this church was the first church in Placentia that says, we are forming because we want to share the love of God in Jesus Christ uh -huh. with the neighbors. Amen. We're the first one. Yeah. Now, since that 105-year duration, others have joined in. And more recently, even in our own uh, nonprofit-crazed world, other nonprofits have gone to fill primary little niches. And those niches are good, and they're needed. But it's still the church. It's still the Placentia Presbyterian Church. We're the ones that are still sitting around praying for how do we reach our neighborhood with the words of the love of God in Jesus Christ. That's profoundly powerful, and that's 
why I think giving to a local church supersedes any other gift. Because we give to other, we give to other organizations that are global. But I guarantee you those other organizations that are global are not thinking about how they can share Jesus Christ with Placentia. PPC talks about how do we share that Jesus Christ is Savior and Lord with Placentia. Placentia. That's our mission. That's our call. That's our goal. That's our task. That's the strong challenge to the men and women of faith of this place to stay true to that call. Because while all these other causes are good, we're still one of the only ones that say, how do we share? The very truths that Jesus Christ is Savior and Lord with our neighborhood. As we heard those words from Tobin and I, I'd like, uh, I'd like to invite us to read the actual passage yeah. from which this uh, narrative, narrative came from. And so why don't you read it with us? And Toby is going to be leading us in reading that passage. But stand up with us and read that passage. This is penned by John. John chapter 1, I believe the first 13 verses. Let's read together as a unified community with Jesus Christ standing at the center, striving with gratitude and abundance and generosity because we know that we have plenty to share. We know that we have all that we need to fulfill our ministry and mission as God has called us. Sometimes it may need to be tweaked. Sometimes it may need to be aligned. Sometimes it may need to be focused. But we still are one of the only that exist to share the gospel. The Savior and Lord with Placentia. That's why we're here. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee. That is the Sea of Tiberias. And a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the signs he had performed by healing the sick. And then and Jesus, Jesus went, went up on a mountainside and he sat, sat down, down with, with his disciples. disciples. The Jewish, Jewish Passover festival was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming toward him, he said to Philip, where shall we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered, answered him, it would take more than, more than half, half a year's wages, wages to buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here's a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish. But how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, have the people sit down. There was, was plenty, plenty of grass, grass in, in that, that place. place. And they, they sat, sat down. down. About, About 5,000 5, men were, were there. Yeah. Jesus then took the loaves. He gave thanks. thanks. And he, he distributed it to those who were seated as much as they wanted. wanted. He, he did, did the, the same, same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. And so they gathered them and filled the 12 baskets with the pieces of the five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. Amen. Let's pray.
Lord, we come to you. We just taste a little bit of that particular miracle. And we are reminded that they got enough. That they, nobody went away hungry, but everybody was fed. There was plenty to share, even leftovers. That Jesus made sure that was not wasted because he knew that it's not about the miracle only, but also about the sharing. They continue to give, knowing that you will always provide. Father, we pray for our church this morning. We pray for every single one of us, the ones who are here and the ones who are somewhere else right now. We pray that you continue to equip us, help us, inspire us, encourage us, challenge us, remind us that we are uniquely uh, equipped and called to take your love to Placentia, to Anaheim, to Jorvalinda, Brea, all the areas, like Pastor Tobin said, globally too, but that you have places here Judea, Judea, we are here to spread the gospel in a meaningful way. Just humbly, but just courageously too. So help us to continue to do so. Help us to continue to worship you, to follow you, to be those leaders, um, to follow you and to show the way as we follow. We pray and we thank you for your many blessings today. And we kind of recommission ourselves in your presence to be that kind of church. A church is no, that is not only asking, do we have enough? It's more is asking, how do we use what we got? We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And all God's people say, Amen. you may be seated. As we transition into what we have to transition, just want to thank, I believe, Kathy and uh, Joanne were working together. Uh, and